0: Hello.
1: All righty, guys. It is your boy, T-Rev. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. Today's guest is my good friend, Jordan Kipper. Say hello. Hello, hello, hello. So I figured with everything that's going on in the world that it was obvious that we had to do this topic. Like, it, it wasn't even the first thing I thought of, wasn't the second, the third, the fourth thing I thought of, but it's like the most blatantly obvious one, and that is... The coronavirus. So, how do you feel about the coronavirus? <laughs> um, I want to
0: start off by saying that um, all my thoughts and prayers to everyone that has perished and their families. Um, of course, and of course. it is a terrible thing that's going on right now. And unfortunately, people are not believing in it and uh, yeah, saying that it's, it's, it's not real <laughs> or it's a hoax or whatever it is. And uh, today, uh, Travis and I have brought you guys some statistics and our opinions on what's going on in the world right now.
1: And if you guys couldn't already tell what our opinions are, then yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very anyway, obvious. Anyway, um, he, like he said, we are going to be bringing you guys different statistics from different um, sources and whatnot. We will be sure to tell you where we got our sources. Um, so, you know, we're not just pulling it out of our asses. Um, but like he said, thoughts and prayers. Um, my heart goes out to all the people that have been affected. I know of people who have you know, unfortunately passed away here in Indiana. And uh, I know it's much worse than lots of other places. Um, But anyway, we're just going to bring you guys some facts. Uh, And we're just going to start with, I want to start with addressing the big, my biggest pet peeve. And that's people that are comparing this to the seasonal flu (laughs) and that (laughs) they're saying that this is somehow nowhere near as bad as the seasonal flu is. And I just want to say that you guys are wrong. Blatantly <laughs> it is, wrong. It, it's blatantly wrong. It is. It is. Uh, it is so wildly insane incorrect. to me that, that and yeah, and it's wildly incorrect. But it's so insane to me that people are comparing this to the flu when you know the flu's death rate is often less than one percent during flu during the flu seasons, and you know Italy's death rate alone was like over 14%, the mortality rate for, for getting and they this were, virus.
0: they were choosing who lives and dies, like on the yeah. web.
1: Um, you know, we went ahead and looked up some different statistics about um, the coronavirus's mortality rates in different states, because we live in the U.S., and um, as well as the flu, um, some flu statistics the last couple years, um, and we're going to compare those. Yes. So, um, right now, uh, we just reached, we're at we're, 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 what? Almost 2 million cases uh, yeah, in the US? Yes, we
0: are at, as of today, which is 526, 2020, uh, it is
1: 1,725,155. Right. So, right there, and how many deaths are we in the US? We just reached 100,000. Yes,
0: 100,580.
1: 100, so, every year, tens of millions of people get the flu. And less than 1% of them typically die. And yes. yet here we have less than 2 million people who have the virus in the U.S. And over 100,000 people that have already that have died. died.
0: Yes. And uh, for someone who lives in Illinois like myself, uh, which is, if you guys don't and know. And close to Chicago. Close to Chicago, yes. I'm about 45 minutes from the city. Um, And the numbers that I got from worldometers.info, which is where I get all my COVID-19 statistics from, uh, it says Illinois' total COVID-19 cases. As of yesterday, uh, we did more research yesterday. So obviously, numbers are going to be a little off for today. But it is 112,000 just in Illinois, uh, with a total of 4,844 deaths, while only 3,600 have recovered, which obviously, if you can tell, the death rate is higher than the Uh, recovery rate and um it's just it's sad it really is that uh people are going out without masks you know refusing to wear masks holding or
1: still having big get-togethers with dozens of people and acting like it's not affecting anybody and then it does it absolutely and obviously i mean look how fast this spread just in march What was it? The end of February, beginning of March, we had one case, Mm -hmm. a couple cases. And then here we are three months later with almost two million, whereas the flu seasons span. I'm sorry, we have almost 100,000, over 100,000 deaths in just a few months, whereas the flu season spans five or six months or four or five months. And they... Less than one percent of those flu victims die. Yes,
0: correct. And and what, what blows my mind is the people that are rioting to open these states back up and going out and and throwing racial slurs at, at these, you know, African American governors or uh for the Illinois governor, he is Jewish and all these anti Semitic uh, people that are protesting and it's like it has nothing to do with somebody's religion it has nobody nothing to do oh, I know. with somebody's political people stance. think
1: their freedom is and being taken, taken away, away which and makes no sense and they're just lashing out yeah people say it's against you know their constitutional rights but it's like i'm sorry but the well-being of the 300 and something million people in the u.s supersedes your right to go wherever the hell you want and you know what you're right no one can keep you at home but they can close everything and make it to where there's nowhere for you to go Yep. and i so just suck it up and stay home for a little bit exactly
0: i unfortunately think that um the people that are you know freaking out that they can't get their hair cut or they can't go get a burger from a bar or whatever it is these are the type of people that we need to realize are not the people we need to be around right and and 100 <laughs> because i now I exactly know,
1: now i know who will Give me the disease the next time something like this which, happens. I'm going to know these people were out when they weren't supposed to be. And now I have to worry about, have you contracted it from someone and you just don't know it yet?
0: Exactly. And that brings me to the other thing that we researched, which was the Spanish flu of 1918 and 1920 of a second or third
1: wave. Um, right. So d- disclaimer, guys, we're not saying that COVID is worse than the Spanish flu in the be- in the early 20th century yes or 19th yeah 20th century we are not saying that or no yeah and but we're, we're using this as a comparison because w- the u.s is already opening up several states and and they're easing res- travel restrictions and social distancing restrictions and we only have had the first wave and we are com- making this comparison because there was more than one wave with the spanish Correct. flu which kipper will explain yes
0: uh so just a exclaimer as well um obviously the medical equipment and the medical technology in the early 20th century was nowhere obviously compared to what we have now uh we uh we actually couldn't see a virus in a microscope until 1930 so that that you know mm. shows anything about the medical equipment we had we also have to remember that we were at a world uh, world war at the time as well we were at world war one and that's also what right. caused the the infection to spread Which is what bred
1: that virus. Yes.
0: Um, uh, but you also have to realize that this is the most recent large world pandemic that we've had. We haven't had one for mm-hmm. all, for literally a hundred years. It's been a hundred years now, a hundred. And if you technically want to say right. 1918, then 102 years. Um, so obviously none of us have lived through it. You know, there might be a few exactly. people that have lived through it, but they were babies, you know? So
1: and, and, pe- and it's like, you granted, it's been over 100 years since we've had something of that um, severity. But it's like, what do you think, like people, what what goes through people's minds when they think, oh, well, we haven't had something that happened in a long time. Oh, our, our technology and medicine have advanced so much. Like people just like to assume that because of modern medicine that we can pretty much come back from anything. But there are new viruses and stuff happening all the time. That's what this is. This is a new form of of the coronavirus a new strain and it is something that is killing hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. now uh i got this information
0: for the spanish flu uh from history.com which is the history channel uh their website and it's they said that estimated 500 million or one-third of the world's population at the time became affected at least <clears throat> and at least sorry 50 million people died and if you think about right now what we're going through we have Almost two million cases um, in the country and only a hundred thousand deaths. Okay. The Spanish flu had three large waves. The first wave not killing anywhere near as amount as the second and third. And unfortunately I don't have the exact statistic for how many for each wave because they didn't really give me that like in depth. But
1: but we know we know that it was it was it was like Yes, nine, there it, was two like thirds. The first wave was Yeah. Yeah. Then it was it was just like night and day with what the first and second wave did compared to what the last yes, wave and
0: did. And I recently uh, saw on Facebook uh, a picture of, of football fans sitting at a football stadium with masks on in 1919 uh, 19 during this pandemic. And it just obviously blows my mind that people even back then, you know, had, had the this sense, sense – <laughs> to wear masks and even though they were going to large gatherings we uh, I believe uh, Travis has a statistic I'm not sure of what the population difference was at the time of, oh, yes. of the so world in, yeah and in, in
1: 1918 we didn't even have 2 billion people yet we had about 1. 1.7 1. 1.8 billion people in the world this was before the you know the baby boomers happened this is before we had that mass that that mass exponential growth in our world population um, so we only had, you know, granted we had much less people, but look at how devastating that flu still was. Correct. And, it,
0: and it's, again, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, everybody that's perished, you know, thoughts and prayers. I don't want anybody to think that's not what we're here for and that we're, you know, trying to compare the right. two. And, um, as I like to say, the dick size and contest, <laughs> um, right. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is sad that's, that we are, we have had this stuff in history, and we are continuing to repeat it, even though we have uh, multiple, multiple pandemics. Obviously, if we want to go all the way back to the bubonic plague. Right. Obviously, that's exactly. way far but, back <laughs> in the day
1: and less than a billion yeah, people. Exactly. In the world. Um, but um, and, and we've had so many of these, though. It's ob- like we know what happens. It get, it spreads. People get infected. The virus maybe mutates and, and, the, and the vaccines we're working on. We have to rework on them because now we have to accommodate new strains that that had that have come out because people just refuse to take their take precautions. And it's like, it's not like, you know, it's not like the U.S. has gotten got to the point that Italy was at where they were having to choose who was living and who was dying because their emergency rooms were so full of uh, near death patients. But we also don't want to get to that. Exactly. And it blows my mind that people like this is fact. It's not fiction. It's not the leaders of the world and, and the And the richest 1% that are all, like, making this shit up across the world. Mm -hmm. Like, people really are dying in other places. Italy really had a total country lockdown because of this. And we aren't even at that point yet. And people are all – I mean, we're not at that point granted. But we don't want to get to that point either. And people are already ready to open up the states. People have been ready since since it started. Since it – it reached its peak, which who knows if it's even reached its peak. People have yep. been protesting from the beginning. Yep.
0: And, and just for uh, another number's sake, so I got, I'm getting this information off of worldometers.info. Um, you mm-hmm. said that we haven't gotten to the point of Italy where people are, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, choosing to either live or die, right? Um, right. Italy's at 230,555 cases. When Italy was the hot spot for the virus, they were at 80,000. Okay and we were only at like 20ish thousand in the country. We are now at mm. 1.7 million cases. Yes. And
1: and when I say when I say we haven't gotten to that point yet, I mean we're not we haven't locked down the country to the point where we're you know militarily militarily, militarily I think no. so. <laughs> I I think so. We're not, we're not at the point where we're using the military as a way of forcing people to stay in their homes. Well, you know, we're not patrolling the streets, we're not finding people for going out. Because, you know, we do have a much larger population, we might we do have much more landmass, you know, it's not it's not exactly the same. But even so, like, like he said, um, we have almost 2 million cases. And even with having large like that's like accommodating for the fact that we have a larger landmass and we have way more people it's like if people don't take this seriously it's just going to keep going up and yeah there are certain states that are having a decline in the cases but um that doesn't mean we should just open everything back up and it doesn't mean we should act like it's not a big deal i people who say oh it's just 2 or 3% of people that are dying from this as if that 2 or 3% of people matter. are somehow unimportant
0: yeah. and that's what bothers me the most is is people going out and saying that uh, even if the people who do believe that it's real and it is a virus and people are going out saying like oh you know i don't know anybody that's gotten sick from this i don't know anybody that's died from this okay just because you don't know those people that have died from this or know these people that are sick doesn't mean those people who have gotten sick or died doesn't matter those people have families and they
1: probably live in those are the people that live in more rural areas, areas that don't have dense populations because nobody in freaking Chicago is saying they don't know of anybody that's gotten sick and died.
0: When I do, but that's, that's another story.
1: <laughs> well, you are, you also are 45 minutes from yes. Chicago. If I'm, We're talking about people who are in Correct. Chicago. I bet the amount of people that actually don't know someone who's gotten sick from it, or at least know of someone, is drastically small. Because when you have thousands of people, you have to realize that that means that means that all the people they know are people that know them and then so on and so forth. It's just a domino effect. And how many exactly. cases did you say was in Chicago, uh,
0: Chicago itself or just in Illinois,
1: Chicago itself.
0: I don't have the exact numbers pulled up. I can pull them up real quick. Um, but like I said, in Illinois, um, as of today, if we want to use the updated numbers is 113,000. So I'm going to go ahead and look up on my phone real quick, what the Chicago uh, numbers are. And I will give it to you in a second.
1: Okay. Um, and while he looks those up, um, people who, again, people who say that it's just 2 or 3%, first of all, that's wrong. The death, the mortality rates are in several areas that we looked up are much higher than that. Not much higher, but higher. Um, and that those people that have died are not somehow less important. And they're especially not less important just because they're older people or immunocompromised. You know, people who make, people who say, well, that just happens that 's part of life, yeah, but we could have we could have avoided so much of this had we taken precautions much sooner and much stricter, very but, much sooner, yep which um, isn 't to say that Italy somehow took better precautions than that as at first because they had a late they had a late start too, but when they did take their precautions, they cracked down, and now they 're having declines in their um, death in their mortality rates and their infection rates, and um, I saw. I can't remember where I saw it because we have so many statistics pulled up, but yeah, we do. <laughs> um, their death, their infection rate, and their death rate is dropping, and it has been consistently dropping. Yes, uh, real quick,
0: I just uh, I I do have the um, so Chicago, the county that Chicago is part of is Cook County. So obviously, it's not just Chicago; it's a little bit extra. But I will give the number of Cook County has sixty three thousand six hundred ninety confirmed cases and two thousand eight hundred eighty nine confirmed deaths from COVID nineteen. Now I don't know if those are the exact numbers. I just honestly looked up on Google, and that's what I was getting from Google. But is that, I do know is that, that Illinois Google, Illinois.gov. I, I I honestly I think this is just a Google COVID nineteen. Oh, I um, see. I see. Well, it yeah. it
1: should have a link that um, that is pulling that information from right below it. Oh, it says source Wikipedia, but okay, that wiki. Uh, well, that's wiki. But still, I think that's, that's wiki. About, I think that's about right because I looked it up yesterday. Remember, it was about sixty thousand for Chicago.
0: Um, yes. so, so that's
1: 60-something thousand people, which means that 60 – think about how many people each one person of that 60,000 knows. Most exactly. people know somebody. And great. If you don't know someone who's affected and you don't know someone who's died from it, that is amazing. And I'm so happy for you. But do not somehow discredit the millions and millions and millions of other people who do have people that have died from that or have died themselves. Exactly.
0: Uh, you were mentioning Italy and the uh, – what we were calling this flattening the curve. Um, So as of, um, let's see, March 21st was their most deadliest day of 6,557. Sorry, that was the cases, not deaths. I apologize. So 6,557 cases overnight, by the way, not deaths. Um, That's crazy. Okay. Now, as of uh, May 26th, daily cases, 397. So. That right there, between uh, what did I say? March twenty uh, first to May twenty sixth, so almost two months. They've went from six thousand cases almost daily to three hundred ninety seven. So them locking down the country and putting the military, yeah, in and charge you didn't the see
1: the people there rioting
0: exactly to open
1: up the country when they were having to choose who was living and who was dying in the emergency rooms.
0: Exactly. And And I
1: really expected that to shape people's perspectives a little better, but it did not.
0: Yes. So since I did accidentally say deaths, I did want to say March 27th, their highest death day. It was 919 people perished on March 27th, which is horrible, horrible. Uh, But as of March 26th, or sorry, March, uh, May 26th, 78 people died. So think about
1: that. Think about the drastic decrease in those numbers after they locked down the country. And yes. then look at what we did. We responded late too. But our problem is, is we didn't just respond late. We kept responding late. We kept locking down a little bit here, locking down a little bit there. And then all, before you knew it, all of a sudden it was already so bad that even locking it down didn't seem to help too much. I no, mean, Indiana and- is where, where I live is still having anywhere from 300 to 700 cases daily. And the curve is not being flattened all, all that much, unfortunately.
0: And the problem is, is, um, I'm going to bring a little bit of politics into this. The problem about states being either red or blue is these red states that are are opening up are pressuring the blue states, as in like Illinois, to open. And it's it's sad because my governor, J.B. Pritzker, is trying his hardest to keep our state and our people safe. But places like Indiana, places like Michigan that are deeply purple, they bounce back and forth. And like Iowa that are opening up and their red states are hurting people that live in Illinois.
1: And it's so crazy, too. I'm so sick of seeing people say, oh, well, it's obvious that the the Democratic blue states are are the ones with the worst uh, the worst cases and the worst statistics. But it's like also let's not forget, though, that. The blue states that have the worst statistics, which they do, like Illinois and Pennsylvania, New York, um, California, uh, Washington, I think, is a blue state, and it has really bad – it has a hot spot mm. as well. All these places are like transportation hubs and population hubs. This is where yep. a huge percentage of the population is. I mean there are hundreds of millions of people in just a handful of states, and in those states like Chicago and California, that's where – that's where planes come in all the time that's where people take buses and 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 taxis and 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 travel and tourists go and this is where transportation hubs are and it makes it it made it a breeding ground for the infection to spread so people throwing politics into it as a way to like you know warp the stories to their narrative and their and their beliefs is just disgusting because that shouldn't even be the point the point should have been this is something that's happening. It's serious. People are dying. We don't have a way to stop it. There's no vaccine. What do we do to stop it? It should have been we locked down the country. It should have been we locked down non-essential businesses. We should have made people stay home. And we didn't because people are so selfish and think that their right to go outside it supersedes people like the rights and, or the well-beings of hundreds of millions of people. And
0: it blows my mind. It really it does. It blows
1: my mind that people actually have that mindset.
0: Yes. And, and we need to stop being Republicans. We need to stop being Democrats and we need to start becoming Americans. Um, Yeah. People (laughs) and people, not even Americans. I'm saying Americans for our country, but people, humans and have some sort of decency for these people that have gotten sick and are getting sick. And, and the people who are asymptomatic that are, you know, passing it around to these people not knowing it you know and and if i was asymptomatic and i was passing around i didn't know and i found out that i infected these these you know um amounts of people i would literally hate myself (laughs) yeah um absolutely and you were you were mentioning uh the big hubs of you know traveling and stuff like that when you think of the four big um airports in the in the country you have lax Mm -hmm. california O'Hare slash Midway, O'Hare m- m- mainly, uh, Illinois, JFK, New York, Atlanta Airport, which is a Delta hub, Georgia. Um, oh and yeah, Georgia has forty three thousand nine hundred eighty three cases with a thousand eighty nine, or sorry, a thousand eight hundred ninety five deaths. Now it's obviously nowhere near as bad as Illinois, um, no, California, but I bet, or But when you look at these
1: maps of all these states, including Indiana, you're like right now. I, I have up on for for indiana.gov i have the covid map pulled up obvious that the counties with the highest populations have the most cases so indiana is right now a red state and you're right it's been deeply purple but it's a red state now um but you know marion county indianapolis has almost ten thousand cases all of the counties around it have hundreds or thousands of cases um lake county which is next to chicago has 30 almost 3,400 cases like the you can look at any state and see where the most populated areas are and see that that's where most of the cases are. It has nothing to do with Democrats or Republicans. It has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with population density, transportation, tourism and where people go. It's not democratic. It's not liberal that people go to these places. It's not democratic or liberal or vice versa because they're going people, because of their lives. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it, that's just how the US is set up. That's how tourism is set up. That's how transportation is set up. And, yes. and it's crazy to me that people are using politics or throwing politics into this one. That should be the last thing that we're focusing on.
0: And that's a problem. And, and I, Travis, you have known that I have deeply changed uh, political views from uh, a few years ago even to now. And, oh yeah. Um, I would say I'm still more <laughs> in the middle, but I lean towards uh, being a Democrat now more than what I used to being Republican. Um, yes. And it's not that somebody has changed yes, me. Welcome it, to the light. No, I'm it's kidding. It's because kidding. I have done my own research and I have opened my eyes to things that I was um, ignorant to back. You know, even just right. a few years ago. And we. And what makes me upset the most is the government that are playing Democrats and Republicans and the Democrats that are trying to throw in their agenda into these stimulus bills. And because of that, you know, the Republicans are denying it and it's like,
1: right. But then it was the opposite for the first bill. The first bill, people felt like Republicans were putting in, Republicans were putting in stuff that didn't matter. And the Democrats made in the revised, which obviously
0: means, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Um, which means, you know, again, like I said, we're playing, Politics when we should be helping the people that are sick and helping the people that exactly. are that exactly, exactly, and the families that need help. You know, uh, I've heard a lot of people for some reason complaining about the unemployment getting $600 extra when it's none of your business. Like it's, if, it's
1: none of your business. Yeah. If, but that is a whole other topic. That's a whole nother <laughs> topic. But unemployment. I,
0: I, I kind of want to hit, hit on it a little bit because it is important right now. And it's, if people don't know, we have now surpassed the unemployment rate of the great depression,
1: which um, is, Oh, but you're huge. right though. It is a good point to bring up unemployment because look at the fact, look how bad this had to be perceived as look how bad this virus had to be perceived as for us. For the, for the government to say, here is $600 extra a week. People are, I know people who are making thousands of extra dollars and they made working at their yep. actual job. Which like, is another whole topic. That, yeah, and like how bad does it have to be for them to say, here's just a bunch of money? How bad does it have to be for them to send out a stimulus check? And yeah, we've had a stimulus check. We had one in I think 2008, um, but regardless, it has to get bad. Um, yeah. And that was – the stimulus check in 2008 wasn't even for um, – that wasn't even for a sickness though, was it? No, it was, just, was just the economy just for, was so The bad. economy was crashing, yeah. yes. This is for a sickness. This is how bad it got. Yeah. And, and- you know, I don't know how many people have to die or how many precautions we have to take for people to understand that and to understand that it's not Democrat versus Republican. It is a virus and it doesn't give a shit. What political about, party you affiliate with, or what
0: race you are, or what exactly. religion you are, or what it, it wants to get to you, make you sick and kill you. That is the point of a virus, mm-hmm. and and a lot of you know people that are complaining about this. Um, I've heard a lot of people close to me that are complaining that they are uh, quote unquote essential workers, and they're they're not getting anywhere near the amount of money that the people that are on unemployment, but they, you guys, Um, I mean, I can
1: see where the frustration in that comes in because you know that I work two essential jobs and you know, I got some pay, I got a temporary pay raise and I got some bonuses and stuff. I do think, you know, I do think that people who are, were forced to work, for example, where I work at a grocery store should have been paid a lot more, but like, I'm not mad that other people have more than me.
0: Yes. Because like, yeah, you know what, that, that one person that works, At a, you know, um, very non-essential job is getting unemployment and he's getting $600. God forbid he can
1: catch up a little by the time. God forbid that if
0: he's behind bills, he can catch up. But God forbid those families that need that $600 because they have three or four kids and they're a single mother or single father with kids that can't work because of this virus that is getting that extra six hundred dollars which is helping that person and you're right. complaining about it you're complaining um, but then about- look
1: at this look at this as a whole look how i look how worked up people have gotten because of this virus like this is really i think uh, this virus has really brought out the, uh, the a lot of colors. true colors and yeah. people and it's it's honestly disappointing um but Let's move back to some, some of the statistics. So people like to say that, like we said at the very beginning, the myth that, um, and I say myth specifically, that COVID is nowhere near as bad as the seasonal flu. Let's talk about that, though, because the seasonal flu, and I don't even want to list a source because there are so many sources that it's, gonna, it's so hard to pick from, but you can, you can literally Google for your state seasonal flu charts just about every year, and a lot of them go week by week. The seasonal mm-hmm. flu typically kills less than one percent of the people who contract it. Who contract it? Whereas in Indiana right now, out of uh, thirty-two thousand, over thirty-two thousand people who have who are currently diagnosed with it, and almost two thousand have died. That is a death rate. That is a mortality rate of almost six percent. That is almost six is... percent. That is that is hundreds of percent higher. Than, or a hundred of percent increase over the seasonal flu death rates, and then, yep. Um, I think you have that information for a couple of the other states.
0: Yeah, so I, um, I have the one for Illinois, and I have the one for uh, New York, which we haven't really talked about New York and the fact that New York is the worst state in the uh, state, or sorry, in the states, and with a total case of again, this was yesterday. I can bring up uh, more. Recent numbers, no, we'll but just say they, as
1: of yesterday, as of
0: yesterday, uh, total cases uh, are 372,494 <clears> and total deaths are 29,310 with a mortality rate of 7.8 in the state. Now, Travis but did how, mention how like, many,
1: how many deaths were there? Have there
0: 29, been 29,310. Now, like Travis <laughs> that, said uh, earlier, <laughs> blows my mind. It blows my mind. It really does. Travis said just a couple seconds ago about how six percent Indiana. That's that's large, but yeah, just New York 106%. has millions of more people than Indiana does. Yeah, and seven po- that seven point eight is literally thousands of more people than you know. Even though it's you know only one point eight percent more in New York than it is in, in Indiana, that's thousands of people. Yeah,
1: but when you think about when you think about mortality rates for. Diseases, you know, less than one percent for the flu, and um, but that brings me to another thing. You know, yes, these mortality rates are very high. Yes, this is a new virus. So often with new viruses, the mortality rate is going to be higher. Like when the flu first started, when the Spanish flu first started, when all of these pandemics first started, the mortality rates were exponentially higher than they were way later into history when we have when we had had the opportunity to deal with it and get vaccines. Right. However. You know, it is. It's 7.8% mortality rate in New York. And you would think, though, by this point in time, that we would have the common sense to know when something like, this ha- something like this happens, the obvious thing to do is to follow social distancing, to follow taking precautions, not go out when you're sick, not hang out with big groups of people. Like, it is so obvious. And if people would have just taken a few weeks to a month to do that, we, it could have saved so much tragedy. And it's yes. not even about opinion at this point. It's, it's factual that, that if people had, if people would follow – I'm sorry – during these pandemics and like during the when the flu happens and when the flu first started and during the worst flu seasons, it is factual that when we – now that we have dealt with the flu for so long, we know how to avoid having another huge mortality rate like we did when the flu first started. Obviously, exactly. lots of people still die every year from the flu. But COVID has well surpassed that. And that you would think, yep. you would think, <laughs> there it is, think, there's that word. Um, yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> there's that word that a lot of people are hard-pressed to spell. Um, you would think that people would understand that it's not that big of a deal to have to stay home. And yet it is. Yep. And – and,
0: and you have people thinking that these numbers are being falsified and that these numbers aren't real. And if you're seriously that close minded, that you think that people are lying about people dying, then I, I, I don't know what's going to help you. I really don't. It's like, um, and it's actually been proven that Florida, which if I'm correct is a red state at the moment, I believe. Um, reopened, reopened their beaches and they got another huge spike. Yep. And it, and it just, it blows my mind. And then actually another thing that was, that was found true was that the um, officials in Florida were trying to uh, suppress the numbers of COVID-19 and lie about the numbers because they didn't want it to seem that bad. And that again is just, you know, politics and that we shouldn't be allowing that stuff to happen, but we are. Um,
1: So exactly. And, you know, here I have on, this is the channel 14 news where they were talking about um, the flu season. This was from January 13th this year. They were talking about how um, in Evansville specifically only 22 people died during this past flu season. And Evansville is a pretty, it's a bigger populated area in Indiana. Um, I think it's a college town or uh, I'm pretty sure it is.
0: I believe so. And
1: uh, only 22 people died during the whole course of the season or the whole span of the flu season, which by the way, brings me to another point. How is the COVID not as bad as the flu when the flu season spans, you know, four to five months. months. Is it seven months?
0: It's November to April. November, or no, October, sorry, October to April. So October, November, December, January, February, April. So six months, sorry, I apologize. Six months,
1: right. So um, five to six months, and we see a, let's say one to 2% death rate. Let's round it up for the flu. Let's say at, the, at its absolute worst, a one to 2% death rate for the flu. Most places already have a higher, have a higher mortality rate than that. Like Italy, its peak, was, had a 14% death rate.
0: Yep. And which is literally millions of people. Oh yeah. Um I'm oh, sorry, death ray, I was saying of cases. It was thousands yeah, of yeah, people, yeah. I apologize. Um
1: the mortality rate was, you know, 14% and that was at its peak and then they cracked down and boom, look at that. Their cases are declining. Um there are some states in the yeah. US where the cases are declining, um which is great, but then which are
0: mo- mostly uh, rural um, states. Yeah,
1: which are mostly rural states. They don't have a lot of people and it's not really hard to social distance because they do it every day. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and it's like, you know, where I live in Indiana, I live in Jennings County in Indiana, and, um, we don't have that many cases here. We have like, I think less than 200 and, um, it's, it's easy to social distance in a rural area, you know, but regardless, uh, 22 people died in the whole flu season in Evansville. Whereas we have people, we have thousands of people dying, in big cities from COVID in just the span of a couple months, in just a few months, COVID, yeah. Two months. In just in two months, two and a half months, the COVID has surpassed the mortality rate for the seasonal flu by several, um, and has forced, you know, the whole world to go into lockdown. And it's like, do people really think that the whole, like the, the leaders of, of the world are just like in on some secret conspiracy to control us? Like...
0: Oh, I've heard some crazy conspiracies
1: about this. Like <laughs> that'd be a whole like, other episode. Really people think <laughs> like it's just like the I because I've seen people say that it's just a hoax and it's just like the regular flu. And it's like no the 5G Towers. Like, yeah, like, oh my God. That's another one right there. <laughs> it's another episode, y'all. Oh, geez. Um that's another episode. Like y'all. we have advanced to an era where the information of the world is at your fingertips and the only you have to do the only course of action you have to take is initiative (laughs) like all you have to do is take initiative and boom you have the information of the world you have thousands and, and thousands of sources that you can educate yourself from and people just choose not to do it exactly and I know and uh, have, the, uh, one at the, of the start of the video we were going to talk about is it a hoax or is it not. Well, obviously, y'all, you can tell that we don't think it's a hoax, so.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And as one of the large uh, last points that I want to bring up before we wrap this up is um, people that are thinking that um, social media is um, fear-mongering people and that you have to realize that this, since the last big uh, pandemic, the Spanish flu was 102 years ago is when it started. We didn't have social media back then, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is the first pandemic with social media. And the people that are saying that we're being fear mongered and that we're being, you know, scared and all this stuff, it blows my mind too because. It- it's not them trying to scare us, which we should be exactly scared, in yeah. all honesty, we should, but they're doing it to show the severity of it, not to for you to sit there and think that it's fake and that you think that we're just being yeah. fear mongered. You tell
1: I want them to tell the families of the people that have lost the families of the people that have died and lost their lives. I want people that think it's a hoax to tell those families that it's fake, like because exactly. obviously it isn't. And you know, another yeah, point it. I wanted to make with the um flu is that. Um, the 2020 flu season in the U S killed, um, it's an estimate because it's I guess sometimes it's hard for them to tell exactly if it was the flu that caused it or did the flu cause this symptom that caused them to die. But let's go on the lower end of the estimate Mm -hmm. in the 2019 to 2020 flu season, um, of let's say at the lowest 39 million people with the flu. The lowest death rate for that comparison was, or the lowest death number for that comparison was twenty four thousand people. Now let's go to the highest one. Let's say fifty six million people had the flu, which is what it said, or, which is what it says, and it's out. And that this is on the CDC website, everybody, cdc.gov, um, about the flu. The most that they think died was sixty two thousand during the course of five to six months. We've already surpassed that in just the U S. Okay. By, in yeah, months. in two two and a half months, by over forty thousand people. Yep. So how yep. how and in the world is this like? Is this le- not as bad as the flu? When we have already surpassed the flu's surpassed how dangerous the flu is in just every way. Way past it. Yeah, like there's no way comparison past it. Not, not even a comparison point. Nope. Yep, and and that's. That's the tea. Yeah, that is the tea, <laughs> and, y'all. Like, y'all, y'all really got to get your head out your asses because I would be pissed for real. My grandma is immunocompromised, and my grandma would not. And so exactly, is my mom. Yes, and and they would more than likely not make it if they got this virus.
0: Yes, and um, my uh, my whole family really has a lot of medical issues, and that's where I step in as an individual and i don't visit them i don't go near them mm-hmm. i don't i saw you even social, though you I, I am not working at the one moment
1: social distancing day and you and you social distanced <laughs> you like sat yeah. super far from yeah i and... i've had a few right well you yeah. you made sure that you weren't yeah
0: now. um I, i've had a few now
1: right but yes you, but you didn't um, see her for but, a long uh, time.
0: two months yep since, since, the, since the uh beginning of covid really uh when it really struck uh illinois and we put in our first uh, stay at home order i didn't see my girlfriend for almost 2 months um and now we've officially kind of like been on a couple different social distancing, distancing dates like uh going on walks and and stuff like that now that the weather is nicer and not uh pissing on us the entire time <laughs> like it has been the last like month um but uh which has been really nice uh and but i am taking my precautions wearing fine. masks washing my hands, um, you know, but for you, Travis, you have to work in this. So, oh, and it's... you know, for somebody like me, <laughs> yeah. for somebody like me who isn't working and thankfully, uh, God bless uh, Vans, uh, the company, yes, the shoe company. The they, Vans they are for still paying, paying me
1: them on all your workers for being, um, God bless you.
0: And we just announced today uh, that we are, if this continues to go, we are getting paid through the month of June. Wow. So. Not only am I getting paid now, I'm still going to be getting paid uh, by a, an amazing company. So if you guys need shoes, go to Vans.com. You can order online. <laughs> Are you, what did you say? So Did
1: you say go to Vans.com?
0: I just plugged Vans.
1: Wow. Yes. <laughs> okay, guys, this is not a paid sponsor. I just,
0: <laughs> this is not a... No, it's <laughs> not. not it is not at all. I just wanted to... I just, Um, (laughs) I just wanted to um, say that there are companies out there that are being, you know, are amazing and are paying their, their employees. Um,
1: Uh, uh, y'all, it's it's amazing. My jobs, but I will say that one of my jobs, (laughs) so I still, so I work at Goodwill and I worked inside the store, um, during the course of the peak of all this pan of this pandemic. Um, and you know, we are on so-called peak, so-called peak quote unquote, fingers crossed, knock on wood. Um, I, you know, I worked within the store, we we didn't, we no longer accepted in person donations, people just dropped their stuff off, and we would get air. you know, we wore masks, we wear masks and gloves, but we were closed, the retail stores were closed. But I, you know, like you said, I work at a grocery store, I work at a JC food store. And um, we are obviously we've been open and it it shocks me how many people had to be there every single day, just to get out of the house. like it blows my mind how busy we were like it's, it's honestly amazing. And I am so freaking blessed that I live in a rural area and in a rural, in a rural town and the infection Mm -hmm. and the virus is not spreading that quickly because if this would have been, you know, Chicago, I can't imagine how many people could have already potentially gotten it within the store.
0: Exactly. And that's why these stores have mask rules and they will not allow people right. in without masks. And yes, you know what? If you feel like you're uncomfortable for the 30 minutes that you're into a store, it, and I don't even know what the average like time that someone spends in a grocery store, which I can't imagine it being super long because a lot of people just go in and go out. So yeah. I can only imagine the average is pretty low. If you feel like you're so uncomfortable that you can't wear your mask, which there are people who have medical conditions that cannot right. wear masks, and I understand that. But majority of the people in this country do not have those medical conditions. If you're going to complain that you're uncomfortable well, imagine those people who are working eight-hour shifts, and they have to exactly. wear their masks, or the, or
1: the nurses and the hospital staff that are working twelve to sixteen to twenty-four-hour yep. shifts in the ER sometimes, because you know people aren't practicing these social distancing guidelines, and now hospitals, uh, at, at some point, you know, were filling up with people. Like in Italy, imagine how they were feeling having to wear those masks all day, every day, because they couldn't get a break. Yep. Like it, you really have to look at it from a different perspective. You know, it's just you doing your part. And I'm not saying it's not like you can't go outside. Like you go into your yard. If you have a yard, you know, walk around the block. If you want to walk around the block, like you don't, there are things you can do and still social distance and acting like it's such a big deal. And it's such a, an infringement upon your rights. Think about all the people that are dying and that are still going to die because. No one is because so many people aren't taking this seriously. Yeah, because of you, like you're not taking it seriously. And I'm not saying throw mm-hmm. a fit in a tantrum and have a panic and, you know, freak out and hide in your basement for six months. I'm just saying take reasonable precaution and, and practice social distancing until this starts to blow over or it's not going to blow over nearly as quickly as we'd like it to.
0: Exactly. And if you want to freak out and you want to, you know, stay in your basement for six months, go for it. That's your choice. (laughs) But you don't need to. You don't need to freak out and you don't need to think that as soon as you step out of your door, you're going to die because that's not what's happening. And it's not. But the people that are doing whatever they want and going out and breaking these social distancing rules and not caring about others is what's causing this to get bigger and bigger because that's what's happening we're not at a downcline we're still getting thousands upon thousands upon the thousands, thousands of cases yeah. every day and
1: where there may be declines in certain areas that's not enough like we need as a whole to be on the decline and we're not going to do that until people start taking it seriously
0: and I a hundred percent agree
1: well, uh, I hope that though some of these statistics have opened some of your eyes some of the people who are watching um, if you still don't want to take it seriously, I mean I guess that's on you i no one can force you to think a certain way um, even though we obviously have pretty strong opinions about this, this you know podcast episode is any of, of the episodes I do is just to you know give my perspective on it, give another person's perspective on it for this specific podcast it's to give you know certain uh, statistics on it just to you know throw a uh, rock into you know there was rock into you know there there's there saying <laughs> that people say like throw something into something <laughs> to shake it up but it's like an old. It's like I have an no old clue, saying that I can't remember. So that just <laughs>
0: happened. <laughs> but I, 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 like Travis said. No, it's fine. Like Travis said, it's it's. I'm glad that uh, we were able to do this episode, oh, yeah. and uh, Travis knows that I think extremely. Um, uh, you know, the same with him yeah. on this subject. And it was a good subject for us to be able to rack our brains on. And, and, oh, yeah. and the, what, two hours of uh, research oh, that yeah. we did, we could have done literally uh, hours upon hours, hours of more we research So
1: deep into it, that, it w- that you wouldn't have a choice <laughs> yeah, to take but, it seriously. But you know, not everyone has all that time in the yeah. world. Um, but exactly, we there were even exactly. some statistics that we looked up that we were shocked about, like some of the mortality rates exactly. how much higher they were, how much higher they are for COVID than they are for the seasonal flu really shook my shook me to my core It shook because me too. I couldn't believe it. And I didn't yep. realize that at this point, you know, the seasonal flu death mortality rate was so low. Um, but that's because, yep. you know, when, I thought it was when higher. People have the flu. We tell them not to go anywhere or when people know someone with the flu and, they, and listen. they listen or when the flu gets really, when flu season gets really bad, people take precautions. But for some reason, they're not taking precautions for this. But we could go around, and which doesn't make sense all day for this. It's just a matter yes. of people yes. choosing not to educate themselves and choosing their own, uh their own quote unquote freedom over the well-being of millions of people and their and their peers
0: but, exactly exactly well
1: that concludes today's podcast thank you so much kipper for uh joining me today i know that this was definitely something you felt strongly on yes. so i'm glad that i could rock your brain a little bit for it
0: well i really appreciate the invite um and i uh hope that you invite me more because oh, this know a lot I of fun well, you
1: know we could talk about certain things for hours <laughs> All right, Exactly. Well, uh, once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Tea Time. I am T-Rab, and this is my friend Kipper, and we will see you next time.